0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast.
1: You're all fifth level. Yay! <laughs> Let's talk about new powers. I feel like we haven't done this in 50 episodes. The heroes grow stronger, revealing new powers.
2: At level five, gunslingers get to add dexterity to their damage. I got a feat, but I
3: actually took extra hex so I can now brew potions. So the one that I took for fifth level is called Bolster Companion.
1: Talk to me, Skid. What, what happens at fifth level for Galapos? Nothing really and prepare to strike out into unknown territory. So you guys jump on the old jolly boat and make your way through the fog within Ghostlight Marsh.
4: With their confidence at an all-time high. Lorca's personally killed more people than John Wesley Hardin. What could possibly
1: go wrong? Up ahead, you see the brush part. This is, uh, you've never found anything quite like this. The adventure continues now.
3: hey welcome back everybody out there in glass cannon nation uh joe here to say uh well thank god it's tuesday uh right we got a great episode lined up for you today but before we get into it i do want to do something a little bit different so bear with me for a second uh First, let me say, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to last week because we got spoilers coming uh, ahead right here. After last week's chaotic battle on the chelish devil, we closed a chapter on the adventure. We saw what is most likely the end of the Malira story arc, and for the foreseeable future, we can safely assume that we are leaving the boat and heading into a haunted marsh that even the legendary Knights of Ozem avoid at all costs. I can only imagine that we'll be far safer than we were on Rags' death trap of a keelboat, but that's beside the point. What I want to do this week is take you back, back to true now. You remember those days? Chief Defender Halgra and her newly but Mitzvah daughter? The elf druid Silvermane, an old drunk omast from, uh, and we can't forget Kesson Plum, who sold his lover Gormley down the river for a chance at some political power. And, of course, the one and only Tom Exposition. When we were last in Trunau, we attended a council meeting that set the stage for where we are right now in the story. And so here's what I want to do. I want to do a flashback of sorts to that meeting so that we can go back over the details of our mission and what we're supposed to do here in this swamp. For those of you that have binge listened to the podcast and remember episode 30 because you listened to it yesterday, this is not for you. For anyone else that knows the council meeting already, like the back of your hand, feel free to skip ahead to this week's episode, which starts around the 11 minute mark. For those of you that would like to refresh your memory, like we wanted to as players, after all, Episode 30 aired over three months ago. It was just before Christmas. Stay tuned for a look back at the Council of Defenders. Okay, so once we defeated Screed, the cave giant, and the flood troll that he brought to now the Council still had some concerns about their safety. Here's Chief Defender Halgra, played by future Golden Globe runner-up,
1: Troy Valley. Trunau's Council of Defenders is worried that the town's orc troubles are far from over. Basically, the council fears another attack on Trunau in the near future. What we would like from you is for you to go to Grenseldeck's lair and deal with this giant chieftain and her orc tribe before they can attack Trunau again. We know exactly where she is. It's an old abandoned outpost near the river Esk called Red Lake Fork.
3: Which we all know now is actually Red Lake Fort. (sighs) As the meeting went on, Halgra called Silvermane up to speak, played here by future Kids' Choice Award nominee, Troy LaValley.
1: So this venerable old elf. Played by Donald Sutherland walks up and he has watched over the TrueNow's Hope Spring for as long as Gormley when you were a kid he was running the Hope Spring. Lork when you were a, a thuggy teen he was running the Hope Spring <laughs> and he just kind of steps up. Well actually he's a mute right right uh, so he doesn't
3: speak but he does a form of sign language that Halgra knows and so
1: Halgra translates here. There is a place known as the Vault of Thorns It is a demiplane that was once created by the Druidic Council of Thorns, of which I, uh, excuse me, Silvermane, was once a member. Sorry, translating. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, The entrance to this vault is located uh, within an area known as Ghostlight Marsh. Um, It's a swamp to the northeast Uh, surrounding the confluence of the Kestrel and Esk rivers. Okay, so he says that the vault contains a cache of items that can help you in your fight against this Twisted Heart menace.
0: Ooh,
1: every RPG
3: player that hears a cache of items immediately begins to salivate.
1: But where will we find this Vault of Thorns, Silvermane? In order to find this demi-plane, this vault of thorns, you should look for a marker in the form of a circle of thorns carved into a stone near the banks of the river Esk.
3: We saw this marker last
1: episode, just before we were attacked. This marker should put you on the right path through the swamp to find the vault. But, as it is on another plane... The entrance to the vault, to the demiplane is hidden. Um, at this point, Silvermane reaches down to the floor and pulls up this uh, leaf embossed brass lantern. This is known as the ghost light lantern. If the husk of a dead willow wisp is placed inside the lantern, the lamp will produce a beacon that points directly to the circle of standing stones that marks the vault's entrance. So once you reach the druidic circle, you need only wash this supernaturally fueled lantern's light over the central standing stone within this circle of stones to Uh, open the uh, portal into the Vault of thought. What's
4: a will-o'-wisp? A will-o'-wisp is a spiritual denizen of the marsh. And dancing lights.
3: And at this point, Baron asks, well, why didn't you just do this before? Gormley gives Kess and Plum the stink eye, Lork gets promoted to lieutenant, and Galabras gets a house. After that, the meeting basically breaks up. But we, the players, uh, well, the characters, <laughs> classic, approach Tom Exposition uh, to get more uh, exposition, and... Tom never disappoints. Tom here is played by future Roast of
1: Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen attendee, Troy LaValle. So basically, Ghostlight Marsh is a vast tract of swampland along the shores of the river Esk. How told you this. The current border between the hold of Belkson and Lastwall runs right through the swamp. Uh, both orcs and humans tend to avoid the marsh, due to countless tales of strange floating lights. Now, Lastwall's northern border with Belkson has been pushed back multiple times over the centuries, as I'm sure most of you, anyone uh, who knows their history would know this. Now, when the second of these borders, Harkis' blockade uh, that Halgra mentioned, was overrun by the orcs, some stood resolute, seeing themselves as uh, uh, sort of protectors of the land. Uh, And this Council of Thorns that Silvermane talked about, it was a a militant druid circle who despised the orcs' defilement of the land that these creatures conquered. These druids attempted to stand their ground. However, while the druids' fight was valiant, the Council of Thorns was eventually driven back to the swamp and defeated by the orcs. Hmm. Come closer. Shh, shh, everybody shut up. (laughs) here's here's the real story faced with sure defeat at the hands of these orcs the druids of the council of thorns made a final stand in the swamp but they sacrificed themselves in a bloody ritual they didn't just die they weren't just murdered by the orcs they sacrificed themselves as the druids' dying bodies just slumped into this swampy muck. Oh, Vengeful willowwisp rose from the marsh and drove the orc army out of the swamp. These cruel and capricious aberrations have guarded Ghostlight Marsh from intrusion ever since. But what do I know? I just sell cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom.
3: You are one of a kind. Well, as you can see, there is a very ominous history to this marsh. And after three months in real life of traveling up the river with Rag and his motley crew of half-work lunatics, we're finally about to set foot in it. So let's see what happens. As always, thank you for supporting the show by emailing and rating us on iTunes or whichever podcast app you prefer. If you want to write into the show, email glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Now, let's get back to the present. Here's Episode 45, The Martian Chronicles.
1: Sometimes when we go off the air, uh, we just kind of bullshit. Good session, guys. Good session. We high-five each other and whatnot. Last session, there was an all-out brawl for the belt of Incredible Dexterity. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of slapping of the face, a lot of name-calling. <laughs> cut it, cut uh, it. it wouldn't end. It wouldn't end. It would end. The only person that really didn't uh, have a horse in the race was Galabras. He did not have any interest in the belt of Incredible Dexterity. I wanted to, but I'm not going to fight anyone for right.
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Well, you're I mean, peaceful. It would be super nice. But.
1: Right. So, so what, what, what did you guys decide? Uh, It was mainly. Let's be honest. As usual, it was mainly a Grant versus Joe thing. (laughs) Well,
3: it's two ranged characters. You know, that's why. Well, the two people that use decks.
2: And uh, you know, I. Well, we'll we'll talk about this later on if if we level up. Uh, But I also get to add decks to my damage soon, and I only really do ranged. Yeah, exclusively. But I I think that um, I think
1: that. You guys are being so nice, because I've talked to you both outside of this, and you both have been like, uh, it. it got really I, I th- nasty, man. I, yeah. think,
2: uh, I think, though, that we have a, a belt solution if we can talk to Captain Rag Bloodtusk.
1: Well, it's funny you should mention Captain Rag Bloodtusk, because after uh, you take the bodies and throw them overboard or whatever you do with them, uh, good old Rag, for the first time in two days, comes uh, limping out of the... Uh, out of the captain's room, out of the chart room. Vomit all over his shirt. Covered in puke, blood, uh, and he... He's never
0: been more attractive.
1: <laughs> now Gormley's into him. <laughs> yeah. That's like witch cologne. <laughs> right, vomit. He, uh, I mean, he looks really cut because he lost a lot of weight uh, puking. Puking. <laughs> Like a a fighter. He had to cut weight before the big gladiator (laughs) battle. Uh, He's
2: finally ready to fight Holly Holm.
1: (laughs) So he comes out and uh, he says, uh, "Halrex, Halrex told me what you did to save the boat. I'm so sorry that this journey has been fraught with such peril. I had no idea that it would be like this. Sure, we have River Drakes and sure, we have other bullshit from time to time, but saboteurs, <laughs> drugged apes, and orc raids, not on my watch. That being said, I want to thank you for everything you've done. Uh, y- you'll always have safe passage on my keelboat, and it may not be much, but as a token of my appreciation, I'd like to offer you something that's very close to my heart. it It may not seem like much to you, but it's something that Got me through a lot of tough battles back in my fighting days in the pits of Urgeir. It kept me alive, and hopefully it'll do the same for you. And he uh, hands over his victor's belt. And we play dumb.
4: What, what is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ever seen this before? Oh, like? yes. oh, we can't. didn't go rooting through your shit at all while you were <laughs> a passed out uh, sick. Just... <laughs> I had but a we forensics looking... <laughs> team sweep
1: for prints. We were looking for pain pills.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for milk missile, as I recall.
1: <laughs> you, you all don't seem surprised by this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh! oh, oh, oh. Yeah, what's that? Wow! Oh, oh.
1: What are its abilities? (laughs) I have no idea. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. So uh, he he hands it to you, and obviously uh, you know from before, uh, you dirty thieves, (laughs) that uh, it gives you a plus two to CMB and CMD, and you can enter uh, a rage uh, once per day. Um, That's awesome. And that rage lasts for five rounds. And if you ever take uh, damage equal to 50% of your hit points, you automatically enter the rage uh, whether you want to or not. And what's the downside to that? At the end of five rounds, you're fatigued. Um, so any combat that lasts ten rounds, that could be, uh, be kind of tough. But while you're raging. But Wait, I, Skid, I... you play a barbarian in one of my other games? Yeah. Well, we haven't dealt with any uh, barbarians, although I should tell you that General Tark Singe Skin the uh, general that you blinded and maimed and beat and killed <laughs> at the fir- in the first round of combat when he <laughs> screamed
3: he entered a rage. Uh-huh. Oh, that's uh-huh. why he was doing it like 19 okay. points of damage. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think th- skid I think you've got some splaining to do.
4: I think I do. Um and uh cue the music.
1: Oh Skid's
3: got some to do. It is time. For
2: Nerdy. Oh, man.
4: Thank you for for that. Um, <laughs> what what did you want me to explain? I don't know uh, to... rage barbarian oh, rage. rage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so and this is the same thing. Ben Vereen has the same thing. Uh, the actor, not the Wolverine, right? Uh, <laughs> is uh, you are able to summon depths of anger from deep inside, and you become much stronger and much tougher for a certain number of rounds per day. Once the rage is ended, you immediately go into a fatigued state, which gives you, I think it's minus two to most of your relevant stats, um, bonuses. And um, and that lasts for double the number of rounds that you spent raging.
2: But, you know, one thing, uh, I took, I played a Barbarian and Skids game, so we have this Barbarian coaching tree like... Uh, <laughs> like from uh, Bobby Knight all the way down. Um, and uh, at low levels, I kind of used it like Nas and Fast and the Furious. Like we're almost to the finish line. And you use it to just like really super power yourself up for the end. Right. And there are feats you can take like Heart of the Fields to avoid fatigue afterwards. But it's kind of like a super boost when you
4: use it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, rage is cool. You get like a bonus to strength and a bonus to con, constitution. and you get temporary hit points. But it's, it they're, not temporary,
4: they're not temporary hit points, oh, technically. Um, they're your actual hit point, but they, 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 you don't lose them before you lose your normal hit points. Um, so that's the dangerous thing, is if you get knocked unconscious, your, your constitution goes back down, and you lose all, all those hit points that you gained by having the extra constitution. So just being knocked out can kill you outright.
1: Right, because your so, con goes back to normal and it right. makes your threshold smaller and right. you just straight up Yeah, die. it's basically
3: yeah. like you're borrowing on, on the bank, basically. Yeah, yeah. You use those hit points below zero earlier in the fight to stay alive and fight like crazy, but then when you go below zero...
2: It it also is much... It's more dangerous over. at higher levels because your hit, your hit points are based off the number of hit die you have. Mm-hmm. So you get a higher uh, health bonus the more hit die you have. So, like, I gain, like... Sixty hit points when I rage in my other game at a level twelve. So, well, here's the
1: million dollar question: Who's taking the belt of incredible dexterity plus two, and who's taking the victor's belt?
0: I think Gormley should take the victor's belt. I mean, she earned it with rag. That
1: makes the most sense.
4: I've been, doing, I've
0: been doing all this raving, you raging <laughs> witch.
1: <laughs>
3: well, what I was saying, my thing with the belt of incredible dexterity was: yes, there are times when it it would benefit Grant more than it would, be, or Baron <laughs> better than it would benefit Lork, but um I, I just feel like in these kind of games, like if two characters can use it, and the thing about decks is everybody can use decks because it helps your AC as well. So if you're up in front getting hit all the time, you are less likely to get hit if you have it building incredible dexterity. Um I just like rolling for it. Like that's my thing. It's ah, like if more than people off, want it, well. Right. Also, it's not like it fuses to your body. You know, you can exchange it and go back and forth right edit. five
1: sessions from now you might find a belt that you want more and then it's like all right who wants my belt of incredible dex plus two <laughs> yeah who um, wants
3: my hand-me-downs but that being said you guys are avoiding the question well no in this case uh, yeah uh, he would take the belt of incredible dexterity and I would take the gladiator belt what's it called
1: uh it's called the victor's belt is it an actual item uh, like it's in it's the... created for this game oh okay yeah it's an enchanted fifth caster fifth level caster level from a uh, lore
2: perspective it's also cool that it's going back to a half-orc. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. No, yeah. I,
1: I love it. And also, like,
3: when Jason died, I thought very seriously about dipping into a Barbarian level. Just, like, because Ooh. I feel like he's got to be so angry, you know? what I mean? But I wanted to kind of focus on the ranger path of things. Uh, but this gives me, a, you know, a little taste of that, you know, seeing... And I think there's been plenty of times when Lork has acted pretty... Angry in a fight. You know, yeah. Right. So this will really give a mechanical boost. I mean, to
1: that. Joe himself gets angry every time he rolls under five.
3: So. so every five minutes. Right. Yeah, we should have that be like a house rule. as if Lork takes half hit points or if Joe rolls below five
4: on a die, he, without his own choice, goes into a rage. Also, like, Joe, Lork, there's a rage. Lork has personally killed more people than John Wesley Harden at this point. <laughs> And I'd hate to think that he wasn't angry
1: <laughs> when, he, really, when he was doing it. Really <laughs> calmly slitting people's throats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you mentioned dipping. Now, here's a question for you. So you are now, uh, Gormley has seen the marker with the circle of standing stones etched on it. So you know that is what Silvermane told you to look out for. Um, so this is the point when you're going to, you can embark and start exploring Ghostlight March. Now, I think you guys had a pretty brutal battle i think people are pretty uh war weary uh some spells have been burned so do you guys want to uh set out tonight or do you want to <laughs> do you want to it's late afternoon now you're you a want- buffoon <laughs> <laughs> you are such, a fool you're such a bastard and since you don't get fifth level until you rest i'm assuming you guys just want to go into ghost Light marsh fourth level yeah, as you are yeah yep. and baron
3: has what well, Six, Six hit points. Then
1: let's roll. All let's right, let's go. <laughs> You'll have that belt you soon enough. Took your hand af- off the chest piece. <laughs>
2: uh,
4: <Galabras's laughs> intestines were literally spilling out of his belly. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's like minutes trash. ago.
1: Uh, okay, so I you guys. I smelled
4: the popcorn. You can't be. You have to be
1: down
2: low too, right, Gil?
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm. I'm like half. Well, wow. but so you guys hate- are going to wait wait through the night. Uh, say your goodbyes now. Obviously, Rag's going to wait for you. Uh, he's told you he'll wait. Um, if you don't come back in a week or whatever, you may just take off. Assume you're dead. Um, send out a search party. But uh, if you guys go through the night and rest, you're all fifth level, yay! <laughs> Let's talk about new powers. I feel like we haven't done this in 50 episodes. It's been a long time. All right, man. now as usual, fault is that? I don't care about your saves. Well, I got a I plus four to my fortress. I just want to know what makes your next level cool. Did anybody multi-class? I did already. Uh, you did, Skid. <laughs> well, I'm what did you go what did you, you go
4: with? More fighter or back to cleric? No, no, no I I'm staying with cleric forever. Oh, uh, right. right. okay. Talk to me, Skid. What what happens at 5th level for Galabras? Nothing really. Nothing? <laughs> I mean, I get an extra second level spell and that's basically Oh, right, cuz
1: this is really 4th level cleric, 1st level fighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was that was uh, anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you start with me? should have started with me. Okay, Grant, you went rogue, right?
4: (laughs) 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 He's going to go rogue if you keep bothering
2: him. Man, Uh, so this would have been the level. uh, Well, actually, level six would be the first level I would consider multiclassing. The reason being is that at level five, gunslingers get to add dexterity bonus to their damage dealt in battle. Um, so there are two points of commonly held wisdom of where you multi-class as a gunslinger.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Do fifth-level gunslingers get to make their exploded guns not explode? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> wow. Really too soon. Ask him for a Def- It's only one friend. episode. I think he's going to go rogue. Look at him. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting ready to go rogue. It's amazing that you crafted that double-barreled gun because had you not done that, you would literally be a gunslinger without a gun.
2: Well, I also wouldn't have <laughs> fired a jammed, like I did it just because it was kind of a desperate cool moment and I wanted your podcast to be fun for people to listen to.
0: <laughs>
2: but if you want me to play pr- prudently and wisely I no, I appreciate all the time, it. I appreciate. You know? it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's gone forever because it's not magical. And So now uh, you're
1: doing dex your dex bonus to damage as well. Correct. That's awesome. And um, That's
2: huge. the other point at which I might multiclass, not to be spoiler alerts for everyone else is level 12 because at level 11 I get to choose a signature deed, which means that up Close and Deadly would be my signature deed, and it would never cost grit.
1: Barrett's not going to lift to level <laughs> yes, to That's well. what I was saying. I was like, well, what will the name of that gunslinger <laughs> <Right>. be?
2: <laughs> It'll be uh,
1: Ron Abb. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> Just Baron and red heart backwards. Okay, now, didn't a reader, uh, a reader, a listener, write in about something we were doing wrong with the drawing of the gun? Do you remember, Joe?
3: No. Oh, uh, they said something about shooting and in- Melee range Do you ever do that? Do you ever shoot At somebody that's right next to you? I take five foot step backs Yeah Typically Yeah I I think we might have missed One of those But like yeah You have to be Five feet away Yeah it's like a Point blank master Point blank master
4: Because it provokes an attack of opportunity, right? Right.
3: And which I always thought I just didn't think I thought that a gun slinger would have some ability to avoid that because it's a lot different to me like having a bow yeah, yeah. right next to somebody versus like
1: of course you shoot from five right. feet away with a gun. You just point it right at him and shoot. I remember right. Baron saying I put the gun right up against his chest, so
0: that might have happened before. That
1: happens uh, you would incur an attack of opportunity. Uh speaking of attacks of opportunity Terrible segue. Gormley. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was uh, poor. a stretch. Old Gormley attack of opportunity. Whatever your last name is. <laughs> call. Call. <laughs> call, All right. call, what, call, What 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 happens with Gormley at fifth level? A couple of things are going to happen.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, so I get, I get to cast third level spells now. Oh, boy. Which is fun. Only two, but, you know, that's going to be some. That's dangerous. <laughs> Those are big. Uh, don't tell again, us. Again, yeah. the witch spell list is limited, so it's you don't know, get the. It's but there are some. So what do you there. get to just choose two per level, like uh, new spells uh, when you two level am I familiar, up? Familiar, yeah. Uh, so I get that, and a couple things happen with Howie actually. Howie, the unsung hero. <laughs> he,
3: Howie, well, Howie put that web out there. That's true. That's true. Kept us
0: all alive. That's true. Uh, Howie and I can now communicate as if we speak the same language. We can communicate verbally. Wow So by the way Troy You have a new character to play Oh
1: man (laughs) You gotta cast the voice Of Howie I guess (laughs) Think of a cool new accent (laughs) To do
0: Unheard of On this globe Yeah (laughs) Yeah. On the top
4: You You know what you should do Just go straight Southeast Boston, <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> for great. Just, Just for
1: for Howie, yeah, yeah, He
2: is a Celtics fan. He has a green sting scorpion.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's true.
1: All right, maybe I'll make him a. On, on the, I don't know. You guys don't read the Tumblr, but I when I put up Malira's stat box, I said Malira is played by Rachel McAdams and her uh, companion snake I a chokehold, voiced by Surian McKellen. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to think of a good uh, Boston actor. Yeah. Okay, so, th- so that
0: happens. That's pretty big, and uh, I. I I got a feat, but I actually took extra hex so I can now brew potions. Ooh. I took the cauldron hex. Double, 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 toil and trouble.
2: So,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have done too much summer stock. Whoa, <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, the,
0: there's a one more little thing that happens for Gormley at fifth level, and that's just that she can fly now. That is a minor detail. Yeah, the minor power
1: details. of flight I could, at will.
0: The flight hex that I took at first level has now developed. It, developed, it started at Featherfall. Then gave me levitate once a day. And now I can fly for five minutes a day. <laughs>
1: wow, as a move action?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, by all the fly rules, as if I cast the spell flight on myself. Wow. So it's
3: a standard action to enact it. But no. But then, it's, oh, it's not. It's, I, oh.
0: Part of the heck is that the witch just grows lighter as she gets more powerful. Wow. So, I, so there, I mean, there are different ways. You, know, you can fly. and I was reading up on the rules. You can fly as if you're moving, and that's how you, as, you ascend at a 45-degree angle. Or you I could levitate up and then fly once I'm up. Wow. So
3: you'll never die now.
0: Well, until someone shoots me, I fall to the ground.
1: <laughs> and everyone else will die. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I was listening to the ep- last guess.
1: episode, like Galabras laid on the ground for eight rounds unconscious, and no one did anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one.
0: She stabilized me. Right. And then I hopped as soon as as soon as it became a thing, I hopped as down. As soon as the
1: way was clear. Eight rounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lork. I love you, Galabras. Lork,
1: talk to me about. Well, talk to me about Ben Vereen. He levels up, too, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ben Vereen
3: leveled up. Uh, he, he just gets more hit points. He gets an extra Rage round per day, which is nice. So he gets six rounds oh, of Rage. Oh, that's fun. And now, five.
1: does Ben Vereen level up? Like, is he fifth level with you? Or when you got him, you got him at first level?
3: Yeah, I got him at first level. So now
1: he's second level.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't, re- it doesn't work that way for Animal Companions. They basically start at second. They start with 2HD. Oh, okay. And... Yeah, they so go now from he's there. Third level. So yeah, so now he's third level, and he got a um, uh, a feat actually because third level. Huh. So he took dodge. So he has a higher AC, awesome. one point higher AC. Okay. So uh, I just want to try to make Benverin a little more survivable. That's that's my goal, which also leads into uh, Lork's uh, abilities. So at fifth level, um, a, a, a listener actually wrote in and asked why Lork wasn't casting any spells. Because at fourth level, if you have a high enough wisdom, you can get access to some low-level spells as a ranger. And then when you're fifth level, you full-on get first-level spells. You get access to first-level spells. And um, uh, the reason is because Lork is not a spell-casting ranger. He's a, an archetype called a skirmisher, which has never come up because the f- in the show, because the first time it matters is fifth level. So starting at fifth level, when you would normally get access to spells, uh, I just felt like Lork is not like a spell casting kind of guy, right, magical okay. guy. So uh, you replace the ranger ability to cast spells with something called ranger tricks. And it's sort of like rogue tricks. And now, from now until the end of his life, uh, every two levels... Three episodes. Right. Every, every two <laughs> levels that he survives, he, he learns a new trick. And uh, there are uh, all different kinds of things that you can do. Uh, there's a wide range of them. So the one that I took for fifth level is called Bolster Companion. And it allows me, if Benverine can see me or hear me, or see and hear uh, me, and uh, he gets hit by an attack, I can, as an immediate action, I can increase his AC by four. And if the attack still hits, he takes
1: half damage. Oh, wow. And I can do that four times a day. That's cool. That's really cool. That's survivable. Plus, you put... A, a trick into just keeping benverine alive.
3: Yeah, and I took an AC bonus for him, so his AC it would be pretty tough to hit. You know, for lower level creatures, whatever. Um, just because I want I, and you know, if he dies, he dies. Like it, it's totally possible it'll happen. But then I'll you know get another animal companion, and I want to have. I've never done this before in a game. Like I've never had a strong animal companion, and that's what I. I'd love to have a survivable. Uh, tanky animal companion.
2: And who's control? I'm, I got confused about who's controlling Van now. Are you still just rolling to push him, or he'll listen to you? or
3: No, he now, learned- now he learned attack. So he knows okay. come and attack. Come and attack, yeah. But the problem is I was realizing in retrospect, I was like, oh, of course, Like he learned attack just in time for us to go into Ghostlight Marsh, which I can only assume is loaded with undead uh, aberrations and shit like that, which attack doesn't matter. They won't attack it. So it's like, uh, if, as long as we fight something corporeal. Oh, really? So
1: they won't go after anything. Yeah, you have
3: to learn attack again, which is attack level two. Oh, then they'll oh, attack oh. undead things. If oh, if
2: Benverine becomes a zombie, will you continue to care for him and use him as your companion?
3: <laughs> That's that. That would be very <laughs> freaky. Just feed him. Uh, feed uh, him well, one more brains. thing. One more thing. Uh, fifth level actually is big for rangers because you get your next favorite enemy so oh, I'm able nice. to add a new favorite enemy and right. sort of, you were
1: going back and forth on this you were asking me about it and I told you go fuck yourself you've got to figure it out for yourself right so, <laughs>
3: so in order to balance it out realizing that Ben Vereen was not going to help much if we encountered any sort of undead spirits in this marsh I took uh, undead so favorite enemy undead um, so if we ever come across undead, I'll get bonuses to perceive them, to track them, to hurt them. And your
1: first favorite enemy was giant, and you got a plus two to that, so now you get a plus four to giant? Yeah, so, so now my giant goes up.
3: up so if, cool. if we fight a giant, I'm plus four to hit and damage. That's awesome. Against That's giant. And you
1: guys all got feats at fifth level, too. Oh, right. Oh, right.
3: I forgot about that. Oh, right. yeah.
1: See, Galabras, you did get something. Wait. Galabras <laughs> forgot. <to> Uh, Pause for edit we, we put a lot of work into these uh, Preparing for these episodes but, <laughs> No, I know I just I did
4: it a week ago I can't remember I, I, I know I did We'll, it. we'll I figure know. it out um, uh, Baron, what'd you take?
2: Uh, I ended up taking um, Oh, I ended up taking a Rapid Shot
4: Ah there I ended up taking a Rapid
2: Shot Which I. it A double-barreled gun It's really uh, Yes, that is true uh, It's really So that I'm on the way If I live Long enough to get it um, to be able to do attack of opportunities with my range weapon. So, Very nice. cool. but there's with a lot of range characters in this game. Wait,
3: snapshot. Uh, rapid shot is a prerequisite to snapshot. Yeah, yeah, snapshot. oh wow, I didn't know that. Huh. Oh
2: wow. Um. So. Um, Yeah, there's for range characters. One of the criticisms of how Paizo set it up is that you're kind of on a train track to get to the more useful stuff because so many of the higher level um, feats require all these other prerequisites, which doesn't exist for as many melee classes. So um, kind of on a train.
4: They're like the the wizards of combat. <laughs> I, uh, I think I took craft wondrous item. I think that was you what... did actually. We talked okay, about we it. We did. Okay. Oh. So now geez. I can help. I can enchant weapons and make. Oh no no no! That's a different thing.
2: That's in- yeah yeah yeah. You can. I can make, make cool wands.
4: Shit. I can make you know. That's huge. Yeah.
0: Well, so we need. So you you make make can make. You can make
3: belts. You can make. Yeah. You like, can make uh, rings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rings of protection from evil. Yeah.
1: Would be a good <laughs> thing to think about. <laughs> Maybe. Um, So you'll be making wands and magic trick while uh, Baron is brewing ales and Gormley is brewing potions and Joe is just... uh...
3: Gonna die. Yep. Uh, I did actually, my fifth level feat was uh, deadly aim. So I took deadly aim at fifth level.
1: Oh, so no minus four to shoot into melee.
3: No, deadly aim is like power attack for bows. So I get to, minus to to hit, bonus to damage. I actually really wanted to take precise shot and then realized that I couldn't because... I don't have point blank shot. Yeah, it's a prerequisite. But if I'm using it for my ranger feats, special feats, I can. But this is not a ranger special feat. Fifth level regular feat. So you have to qualify for the whatever.
1: And I didn't have it. So, but that deadly would be, aim. It'd be really good if you had a belt of incredible dexterity plus two. That would. St- that's what I was saying. <laughs> that <would> really help.
4: <laughs> well, now with your deadly aim, you can just kill Baron and take
1: it. <laughs> exactly. True. Exactly. Uh, Gorms so fifth level feat. Did you talk about
0: it? I took extra hex so I could get cauldron. Yeah, I could have taken Brew Potion, but then the, taking the Cauldron Hex gives me a, a giant bonus to uh, craft alchemy.
1: Well, as terrified as I am about all your new powers, you guys should be equally ter- terrified to enter Ghost Light Marsh. Finally! Uh, so you guys, uh, you, I'm assuming you sleep through the night, and you, I'm gonna I let actually, you...
4: Actually, there's something I do want to take care of overnight before we set out. What would you like to do? Um, this is something that I keep forgetting to do um but we got reminded um by a listener on twitter uh colt handy um i want to check out roderick's hope knife
0: oh right the one the one that we was blackened yeah actually it's funny you should mention that i just found it on hero lab
1: oh, oh. <laughs> oh. so you guys never examined it no, Like, no, never you, spellcrafted yeah, you, you said that spellcrafted, was... I think you poorly, maybe you, yeah, you just forgot to spellcraft it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Classic. <laughs> uh, so you want to do a, a little spellcraft? Yeah, I'm going to do a spellcraft. Uh, 18. 18 spellcraft. Surprisingly, you just got it, Galad. Uh, Roderick's hope, hope Knife is actually called Brynja's Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as it was burnt, all that was left on there it just said "My love." Remember, he right. Broken. I remember that. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, it's called Brynja's love, and it is uh, it's stark silver, glows with light equivalent to a light spell when it's drawn. It is a plus one dagger <laughs> What? infused with the soul of the fallen hero Roderick Grath, and the tears of his fiance Brynja Kelver. Once per day on command the wielder can grant the weapon, the ghost touch weapon special ability for one minute. (laughs) During this time, Brynja's love sheds light equivalent to a daylight spell, and the wielder gains a plus three sacred bonus to his CMD against disarm and sunder attempts directed at the Hope Knife. Wow. That wow. is like a really powerful dagger <laughs> we that we've just been uh, like, totally in our for pocket. for
0: undead creatures, because yeah, that was ghost touched
4: a yeah, Incorporeal, well. incorporeal
2: I'm creatures. Time to fight some shadow rats.
4: I, I'm going to hand it right to uh, Lorik. <laughs> Thank you. What like, was uh, the
1: Twitter follower, Colt Handy?
4: Uh, Colt Handy. You get a bottle cap, sir. Well, actually, <laughs> I gave him a bottle cap already, and he traded it in to get mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> so, there you go. Perfect. Uh, Keeping the bottle cap economy rolling. Yeah, we gotta keep the, yeah.
1: That's crazy. you guys. I forgot you never spellcrafted that. I, oh, I know. I told, that I, is so I just, awesome.
0: I just I, randomly came across that looking through things on, on, on Here Lab, and I was like, oh, that's, that's I, did we ever, I couldn't remember if yeah. we ever checked and it out. And now
1: I'm
3: realizing how awesome it is that Lork has quick draw, too, because if it's, it's like all of a sudden we get oh, into yeah, a situation yeah. where you need it quick. It's like it doesn't take Switch a, it a round. So
1: who's gonna take it? Lork. Well, yeah, I'll just take it. Yeah, well, you're the
3: only
0: one that we get in melee. There range. Would be in melee combat. Here's yeah. a
1: question: um, Who's who's going to hold on to, or who has in their possession, the Ghost Light Lantern? I, ha- I have it. Galabras has it. And yeah. where is it? is it? Like strapped to your back in a bag? Uh, it's in like, hanging from your. It's belt? in my back backpack. In your backpack? Yeah. Okay. Do 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 do. All right. So,
4: although actually, now that we're here, I think I'm gonna just take it out and wear it on my belt. Take it out and just kind of have it hanging from
2: yeah. your uh, belt. I also have to give something to this man over here, which oh, I've been yes. waiting for.
1: This is the other thing that you crafted. We never did... To me? To Lork
2: Master Flex? I'm giving it to Lork for being so brave uh, in the battle and so giving with belts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually been brewing this... Now I'm the asshole. I've been brewing this since the Battle of uh, Bloodmarch Hill. Um, and... What I hand to Lork is an ale with a drawing, crude drawing, but kind of dwarven runic-like of what looks like Jason on it. And it says Jason's Ale on it. And it is an ice cap ale, which is a rare and unusual brew fortified by a process of repeated partial freezing during which ice is continually skimmed off. Resulting in a draft with more than ten times the alcohol content of ordinary <laughs> ale. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's
2: cap, do it. Ice cap ale grants a plus two alchemical bonus to the drinker's strength and constitution for one minute, as well as a plus four alchemical bonus on saving throws against compulsion and fear.
1: Wow. <laughs> Tired of rolling shitty and got a dead son? <laughs> Try it your sunlight. <laughs> but this this this
2: goes further into how barren. Baron's psychology deals with trauma however after this Drinking. initial yes but it gets better however after this initial surge of energy the drinker becomes fatigued and takes a negative four penalty on decks and strength based checks for an hour in addition the drinker loses all memory of events that transpired <laughs> during the 1d4 minutes directly following consumption of a draft of ice cap ale
3: that's awesome it's blackout
0: he just gets blackout drunk yep.
1: <laughs> So It it gets into a bar fight A
2: blackout Uh, So I I just uh, I just figured that Sometimes you just want to You know in your own Private times When you're upset And you're angry Like we talked about earlier About what happened You might want to Rage out and forget That it happened
3: Oh my god That's amazing Thank you dude Drink that during a surprise round (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean that'll stack. I think with rage too, because it's an alchemical bonus. So that's just mm. yeah. <laughs>
4: insane. So <laughs> a drunken, a drunken rageaholic. Yeah, it's St. Patty's Day at the bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, all right. So if anybody, if anybody else doesn't have any, if you, if you have no further business, uh, we'll say that you uh, you bed down for the night. The uh, the crew, the remaining crew, obviously Gajnak dead uh, the remaining crew uh, they're they're feeling a little bit better uh, a little worse for the wear um, but they're they're not partying tonight and gambling um, sort of a somber a somber night um, and Halrex is still captaining the ship but you get the impression that Rag is going to take over the next day none of this will really affect you because as the next day comes you take the jolly boat ashore
0: right before we leave I would like to say a little goodbye okay <gasps> Oh shit so Gormley goes up to Rag. Oh, shit. She says, I guess this is goodbye for now. <laughs> I, I guess so. It's been, uh, glad you made it.
1: Well, um, I just wish we had some more time together.
0: Well, stick around. I'll be back. I always come back. Troy
1: is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Troy is uncomfortable with this role playing <laughs> Excellent to know And then Gormley just like She she just takes one finger And just gives him a little caress under the chin And then leaves
1: <laughs> Poor Rag I guess he'll have to just go a couple more weeks uh, Without any action
0: Well he better stick around
1: He better stick around Yeah, uh, yeah He's still got the, the journey to Red Lake Fort uh, uh, I got one more thing.
3: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> piling them up. I want to uh when we had first learned about going to Ghost Light Marsh. There was and the lantern and everything. It was like you have to put a will o wisp in the lantern and we were asking what it is and everything and we heard all, you know, a lot of background about it and I don't remember all of it but I did know that, like, Lork wanted to know how to fight a will-o'-wisp if it came to that. And so I would like to say that either during the journey or this last night, whatever you want to do, I just want to take 20 on a knowledge dungeoneering check. You can't on. do that. You can't? You can't take 20 on you can't take 20 check. on knowledge
4: checks unless you are a bard and you are of a certain level. Oh.
1: Oh, I never knew that.
2: And well, I will I uh, guess I'll
1: just roll it. <laughs> and is, roll shitty. Is knowledge, for, what's knowledge for an aberration? Which knowledge? Dungeoneering. That's dungeoneering. Okay. Yeah, and it's like my highest knowledge. Okay, uh, try it. As a ranger. I'll
3: give you guidance. Oh, that's good. Oh, how about a bit of luck? Bit of luck? There we go. We can do this. Come on. So plus one. Oh,
1: God. Uh, 21. Okay, 21 means you actually got... Uh, you. I can give you two pieces of information. Sweet. Because you got over five... Uh, on the uh, DC. Uh, One thing you know about them is that they are immune to all spells and spell-like abilities that allow spell resistance. So they're immune. Uh, So,
0: see you guys later. I'll just sit up. Yeah.
1: Uh, And the second thing you learn is that they uh, have an exceptional ability known as Natural Invisibility. So they can just as a move action, just go invisible anytime they want.
3: Oh wow. Are but they, they but they can be hit by like a regular tech if they're immune to magic and you you know invisibility obviously makes it very hard, but you can hit them.
4: I think they're vulnerable to regular weapons. Okay. I think. Um, so if they're immune to magic, they have to be vulnerable right, to something, Unless, right? Yeah, right?
2: You didn't happen to gain glitter dust okay, cool.
0: since you leveled up, did you? Someone oh. did.
3: You have glitter <laughs> dust? Oh, oh no. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I did take it. I got an extra second level spell that and I is took Glitter the Best
3: dust. spell in the book. That's amazing. <laughs> I love Glitter Dust. Well done. We needed that versus Malira.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, okay. Cool. Can we take the Jolly Boat ashore? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. So, you guys jump on the old Jolly Boat and make your way through the thick soup of uh, the fog within Ghost Light Marsh. The fog's more for flavor. You can see everything, but let's say. You can't really see too far ahead of you because it's, uh, it's, it's a soupy atmosphere. Um, you remember that Silver, uh, Silvermane said once you find the marker, you're basically just supposed to head north and hopefully you'll eventually find your way through. Um, and you already know that you need to find a will-o'-wisp husk to place in the ghostlight lantern in order to uh, open the demiplane known as the Druidic Vault of Thorns. In purposes of what you're gonna be dealing with here, uh, as you start walking through, there's a lot of slow-moving streams, pools of stagnant water, there's scattered hummocks of mud and waterlogged reeds all along. Uh, It's pretty tough movement. Uh, On average, the water that you walk through uh, is four feet deep. Wow. Ooh, Ooh. wow. So it counts as a deep bog. What does that mean? It means that it costs four squares of movement to enter a square that is water. That's the downside. And Agile Feet won't cover you there because you're basically wading through it.
3: Well, what? And so I guess Ben Vereen has to, like, swim?
1: You've got to, he either has to swim or you have to carry him. Okay, but there are parts that are land, but oh, sometimes yes. there you, are parts you that are have land, to walk but through water. Some, yeah, I think it's like Vietnam with your rifle over your head. Just, right. Uh, dun, now, the bonus dun, 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 dun. to it is when you are in the deep bog, you get cover. Okay. Okay. So if um, you can swim, you can... Partial cover. Uh, yeah, Whatever. provide partial cover. And it's four squares of movement to move through it. Um, you can roll a swim check, but you know if you nail the swim check, you're still only moving it Half speed or quarter speed, so it's up to you. Well, does does water combat rules apply? No, right? No, because you're not. None of you are halflings or okay. anything like that, so you wouldn't be underwater. So if we're how swinging deep in deep? a fight, we're swinging above the water. we swinging I, above the water. Yes. How deep is it? Uh, four feet deep. I'm just about four feet. Right. So you're you're going to want to be on land as much as possible. Okay. No.
2: Um, Oh, I have the scroll of water walking.
1: (laughs) Now, uh, this is something I mentioned to you guys in an email, but the listeners don't know. I let you guys rest last night, and uh, you became fifth level upon resting, and I let you regain all your hit points, as we've always done, all your spells and whatnot, but starting now, we're going to go by the actual Pathfinder rules for rest, with a twist. The actual Pathfinder rules for rest are when you rest eight hours, you get all your spells, you get all your stuff like that if you meditate, your abilities, but hit point wise, you only gain back your level in hit points plus your con bonus. This is a huge difference. Now obviously if your cleric still has channels left at the end of the night, you can burn all those channels, try and buff up, get as many hit points as you can back because you're only gonna get your HD back plus your con bonus now when you rest. So over a long period of time, that can just wear away at you. Yep. If yeah. you're out in... it can be a game changer. We've always done away with it just because you know if you're if you're saying okay you know we're, you're traveling overland and you you don't have encounters or anything for weeks you get everything back. But in terms of where we're actually tracking days, I think it's a lot more fun. Adds a lot more danger to doing it by the real rules. As your guys are going through the swamp, uh, these streams. Uh, become wider and you're basically moving from like a chunk of land that's 20 feet, 50 feet wide, uh, 50 feet long, 20 feet wide, both uh, going through water. Chunks of land going through water. After a few hours of slogging through this, up in the distance you hear like... And you hear it like movement of creatures all around you. As you uh, walk forward, there is a plot of land that you can stand on, or there is a bog behind it that can, you can stand on. Who's standing where?
2: I'll stand on the land being short. That seems prudent.
4: Okay. I'm going to be in the bog. Okay.
3: Grom going to the take board. the bog as well. Galabras and Gormley in the bog. Uh, I'm going to stand on the land so that Benverine can stand next
1: to me on the land. So Baron, uh, Lork, and you drop Benverine next to you or on the land, behind you Galabras and Gormley. That sound that starts getting closer. Up ahead, like uh, on a chunk of land that is uh, sort of northeast from where you're standing, you see the brush part and you see the Head of a snake, and then another head of a snake, and then another head of a snake, oh, and god. then another head of a snake. Five heads of a snake as a huge hydra. <gasps> oh, what? Oh, wow, comes pouncing towards you. Oh, 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 my god, no, roll for initiative. Oh, oh my oh god, wow.
3: that is insane. This is the largest creature you've ever found. Uh, this is a huge. I c- we could use a little nerdage to explain what a hydra is <laughs> yeah, to the uninitiated,
1: because um, yeah. <laughs> that is a terrifying. Uh, <laughs> it is really. That scary. is the actual artwork too on the uh,
3: figurine.
4: Hydras are uh, they're big, <laughs> fucking reptilian monsters with multiple heads. Uh, Any of you classics majors out there will know that uh, Hercules fought one, and uh, as one of his labors. All right. And uh, And <laughs> and from that story, you would know that once you cut off a head of a Hydra, two more grow to take its place. Or if you just watched like Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah. So. Um,
0: I had a really hey, great. M- I had a really great mnemonic in college for remembering the labors of Hercules in order that it had something to do with eating mud. Okay, we don't have time for that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> what a jerk <laughs>
4: What a jerk I am actually interested um, So yeah So Only this is it, The nerd thrown the, it at a time Apparently <laughs> Hey I'm It's my name in the much. song Okay fair it's enough, not your enough. name nerd it It's not Matthew's got some Splain to do Stay in
2: your lane
0: Matthew <laughs>
4: um, uh, So yeah So it's a It's a physically hu- Like if I'll take a picture of this It's it's a huge base Of this creature It's so I'm
1: I'm scared yeah, this is uh this is uh you've never fought anything quite like this. Uh so this they're should be. They're also fun.
3: huge. They're really big. Have we
1: mentioned that they're huge? <laughs> what did uh what did everybody roll? Anybody over 34? <laughs> okay, so just the hydra. It's set up a face. We're having fun. Okay, no, anybody over 20?
3: 25. 25 for Barone. Okay. 19 for Gormley.
1: 19 for Gorms. 16 for Lork and Ben Okay. And Gull- Gully? 18. Oh, okay, so, Gorms, what did you roll, 19? 19. Okay. Very good. Oh, boy. All right. It is Baron's turn. Remember, if you are in the bog, that first movement will cost you four squares. And any movement in the bog, you know, around the bog or anything, four squares. of 20 feet, essentially. What you gonna do, Baron, when a hydra comes running for you?
2: Uh, Baron's going to traverse towards the Hydra, um, but, um, you can't really shoot him because he's so far away, and I don't want to get in that water. I don't want to get to the edge of the water because I don't want to be dragged in the water. Um,
3: I'm...
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to move, uh, 20 feet closer towards him, and I'm going to wait...
1: So you're going to move and hold your action, or prepare an action?
2: I'm going to prepare an action, uh, which is that uh, if he gets within 20 feet of me, I'm going to shoot him.
0: Shoot him. Okay. Gormley. Gormley's hair instantly grows up to 10 feet in length, and as it's growing, it draws the Wand of Cat's Grace. Oh! (laughs) That is so cool. And I will use the Wand of Cat's Grace on Lork.
1: Ooh! Ooh. Nice! nice. I love it! And Cat's Grace, that gives you a bonus to dex, or... Plus four to dex. Plus four to dex, for how long? Actually, how long
3: would the wand be? I don't know. It would be whatever the lowest, probably three minutes. Yeah. I would imagine. Is it one minute per level? The spell? Cat's Grace? If it is, yeah, that's probably three minutes, minutes yeah.
0: While
1: you guys talk about that,
0: one minute, One minute per level. One minute per level, yeah, yeah, okay. so three minutes. Oh, and I have a move action. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm gonna I'm going to step up one square onto the land.
1: Drawing the wand, is that not a move action? Or your Insta- hair did the, right? hair, the hair did it instantly. Ah, okay, so you're going to move up onto the uh, chunk of land yes. that the rest of the party, with the exception of Calabrus is on. Galab, you're uh,
4: I am going to uh, cast Shield of Faith on myself. <laughs> And stride up onto
1: the lands myself And stand next to Baron Okay <clears throat> Comes up, stands next to Baron Lork and Benverine um, I'm gonna have Benverine <laughs> uh, stay
3: And uh, I'm gonna have
0: Stay Benverine
3: <laughs> I'm gonna have Lork do uh, his, uh, his new ability of deadly aim uh, now that I have the cat's grace, which boosts my my ability to shoot at range uh, I'm gonna do a deadly aim rapid shot Deadly aim rapid shot on the huge Now do I target heads or should I to shoot the body? Is it do I do say I do a knowledge check? Uh, yeah. What would it be uh, knowledge. knowledge arcana? Orange Arcana Nope I don't know anything about it I so. should have rolled it So you tell me what you want to Yeah do. so I'm gonna take aim At the bulk At the body At the body Okay yeah. So uh Okay first shot And it is flat footed Natural 19 25 hits. Nice. That is a hit Beautiful And that is 10 points of damage
1: Whoa nice. nice Yep
3: Makes a big difference With that deadly aim And then second shot 24 to hit
1: Whoo! 24 hits Oh man
3: Looks starting off great uh to do, 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 do eight points of damage.
1: Okay. And I'm gonna tell Benverine to stay as I say. Benverine, stay! Uh okay. Good uh good salvo. Opening salvo there for uh Old Lork, Iron Tusk. Okay, the Hydra begins pouncing towards you. Baron, you get your shot. Oh
2: great. Uh so I'm gonna rapid shot at him. Okay. With my double-barreled pistol.
3: Wait, wait, wait. You can't rapid shot if it's a ready ready to action. action. Okay. Because it has to be a full attack action.
2: Okay. Oh, you're you're absolutely correct. I moved. So I'm going to deadly aim at him. Okay. That is a 14 against touch.
1: 14 against touch. 14 against touch hits. Yes. Yes. There you go.
2: That is eight points of damage. I'm sorry, that is uh, twelve points of
3: damage.
1: Ooh. <laughs> oh.
3: Deadly <laughs> aim. Yeah, that's shot.
1: Okay. It uh, sorry. How tall is it by the way? Uh <laughs> very. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, I don't
4: have the it. It's like two Wilt chamberlains stacked on top <laughs> of each other. <laughs>
1: Oh boy, he's okay. coming right up next so to So it charges uh, where it has a swim speed. It can go straight through, and with its pounce ability, uh, it then gets the bonus to hit. It is now going to make five attacks. Jesus. Oh God. <sighs> <sighs> First attack at Baron. 17. Miss. Second head at Baron. Uh, 23. <sighs> hit. Six points of damage, just <laughs> second head comes in. Uh, so wait, does this mean there's five separate heads right now? Is that right now there's five heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, third attack at Galabras, uh, 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, that just hits. 10 points of damage on Galabras, the third head <laughs> gets Galabras. Uh, the fourth head, this thing has crazy reach obviously where it is huge, is very, as I told. Uh, Matthew. Uh, This one is on Lork, misses. And the last head, also on Lork, Uh, 14. Miss. 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 Nice. Okay. Uh, Round two. Barry. Uh,
2: So we were talking earlier about firing and melee. Um, Am I currently under any attack of opportunity from where this guy is? Does he just threaten everywhere? Am I gonna do that no matter what happens?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's got, he threatens uh 10 feet around him, all all around him. So even taking a five foot step, I guess, isn't gonna matter for that. Correct.
2: He threatens 10 feet around him. Uh. So that five foot step should take me out of his range, and uh,
1: no. i No. think so. No?
2: No. All right, then I'm just going to stay where I am, and uh oh, he's gonna have an attack
3: of opportunity for every fucking head. Maybe. Maybe not, but maybe. Quite possibly. Okay. Um, he, he, he would have to have combat expertise. Yeah. But combat, he might reflexes. Combat reflexes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so step
2: one.
0: Cut a hole in a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. We could distract it.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, really? It's never seen anything like that in the swamp.
1: <laughs> I am
2: going to attempt to rapid reload and rapid shot this guy. So filling yeah. one barrel and pulling one trigger after the other. All right. So attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. One head comes out. Uh, ten misses. Yes. Nice. Nice.
2: Um and I'm gonna get up close and deadly on both of those. Nice.
1: Okay, fire away.
2: Thirteen against touch, AC.
1: Thirteen against touch is a hit. Yes. yes. Nineteen
2: Ooh. points of damage.
4: Holy Whoa, shit. Wow. What? Wow.
2: <laughs> That's what amazing. Oh, that was deadly aim, right? Plus four from deadly aim. Uh, plus uh, four from my dex bonus and plus one from point blank shot. Bad. And did you add Holy plus shit.
3: two from the? Oh, plus four is from your dex bonus mm-hmm. with the belt. Yep.
2: Okay. Uh, this is my second attack. Pull the second trigger and say, "I don't like snakes." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Under your breath, so it
4: doesn't hear you. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't want to an attack. Twenty-two
1: to hit. 22, uh, that's touch again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hits.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, minimum. minimum damage, but it's still 11 points of damage. Oh,
4: wow.
1: Oh, baby. Fantastic. Fantastic.
4: It's like Hail Hydra, but it's a hail of bullets.
0: a Hydra. a Hydra.
1: Okay, uh, Gorms.
0: You said Knowledge Arcana?
1: Yes, Knowledge Arcana.
0: 16. 16. A 16 will tell you
1: uh, that, uh, similar to what Skid said, uh, when a head uh, is chopped off, two regrow in a certain amount of time. There are two ways to kill the Hydra. Fire. You can attack the body, or you can cut off all its heads. And uh, in order to cut off a head, you need a uh, slashing weapon to sunder a head. Okay. So is it, it's still an attack roll though? Yes. Not it's a still combat a maneuver. maneuver. Correct. Sunder. Yeah. Okay. You just sunder. You're just trying to bow,
0: cut cut off the head. Okay. That, that's all you know. Uh, Gormley is going to rise into the air. She's going to levitate up. Okay. Uh, and once there, and she's going to be very high, since we are are extremely accurate. <laughs> measurement. Okay. Now,
1: does that provoke? I, I'm. Provoking is she in within range right now? Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I think it, it's a move action. Yeah, so. you're moving through threatened areas. Yeah, yeah,
0: you are. Am so, I am I currently in a threatened square? So, yes. But we all right. Uh, I can't. There's, the pawn is between me and him. Me yeah, he's. He, he, yeah, the,
1: I'll no. do it. Okay, it it attacks. It does have combat reflexes. Okay, so it gets on a multiple bite. attacks of opportunity. Uh, 18 on the die. It, it hits Gorms for. Uh, five okay. points of damage. Now wait, what
3: how many are you limited to? How many attacks of opportunity? It's your dex bonus. Okay, it, it has to do with your yeah, your dex. Your dex bonus. Okay,
0: correct. Right, so now I'm up in the air. You are up in the air. Uh, great. Gormley's is going to cast lightning bolt.
4: <laughs>
3: on, the, on the body.
0: <laughs> on the body. <laughs> so that's Whoa. five. Two, three, four. There you go. Five <laughs> d six damage.
1: Holy oh, nice.
0: shit! Gormley's coming into her own here. 16 damage and you get a reflex save. Okay. Fall half. 16. DC 16. Uh, 26. Right, so you take is,
1: so you take 8 damage. 8 damage. Electrical damage. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, good job, Gorms. Galabras. Uh, electro. <laughs> I'm going to go big. Go big or go home. Mm hmm.
4: Please don't go home. I need you. No, I'm going to stay for the rest of the okay, recording. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm going to try to crush its body with the
1: hammer of Uskroth. and fail to do so. <laughs> okay, giant Calabrus swings away and misses. Swinging a miss. Lork and Ben.
3: Um. Yeah. Now that Calabrus is all up in it, I'm not. I don't want to take the reduced. Attack for the range So I think I'm going to try to I'm going to quick draw uh, I'm going to drop the bow Quick draw uh, Screed's falch, And I'm
1: going to try to cut a head off Fuck it Yeah do it Okay See what happens uh, So you have to uh, You are attempting to Sunder the head Which is an attack roll It's a regular uh, attack roll Yeah regular attack roll Against its armor class Okay uh, And then I'm, it has X amount of Each head has X amount of hit points Okay I'm going to do a uh, A power attack then uh, With
3: The falch. Miss unless oh. a ten is a hit. It is not. Um, <laughs> all right, and then Ben Vereen will uh, full attack action. This thing. So Ben, attack, and it uh, uh, first attack hits. Um, Natty eighteen on the die. Natty eighteen. Uh, three points of damage with a uh, with a claw. Three points of damage. Okay. Uh, second claw, miss, and then a
1: bite. Uh, 13 to hit the body. 13 misses. Okay. As Ben Vereen attacks the body, all the heads begin to sink and fall. Oh. Like it's dying. Wow. Whoa. And then <laughs> it reawakens. Uh, Fast healing. Ah! Oh. Ben took it below zero. Fast healing brings it back up, so you guys have almost killed it. Oh, wow, wow. Courtesy wow. of Baron and <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, so, lightning bolts in it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, no I, I read a lot about Hydra fights, and they either go really easily for the PCs or they're TPKs. Yeah. Uh, in this case, you guys are obviously uh, badass, but it does have five more attacks before it inevitably falls to... Uh, a gunshot from Baron. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's go. Uh, first attack on Benverine. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, I am going to bolster companion. Yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah. Boom.
3: So okay. it no longer hits. So, so,
0: you, so you play a little music and he he, he dances and yeah. I'm, and say, ben, <laughs> watch out! And then he whoop, dodges out of the way.
1: Uh, second attack is at Lork uh, Twenty-one to hit. That is a hit. Giant Hydra head. Something out of Dark Souls, just... Eight points of damage. Uh, Third attack at uh, Galabras. 16. Miss. Uh, Fourth attack at Baron. uh, Miss. Fifth attack at Baron. It's last attack! Also a miss! (laughs) 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 And top of round three, Baron's up. Uh, Baron's
2: gonna free action reload. Okay. It goes to attack of opportunity. Misses. Um so the question is free actions can I do both barrels they're free actions like I'm not loading up six barrels it should be fine yeah with the alchemical it's a
3: free action you can do as many as you want
2: yeah okay so I'll rapid shot him okay and I will say right now that if he dies I'll shoot it both times whatever
1: oh that'll do it 22 to hit 22 hits 19 Ooh. damage Ooh. and the hydra dies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fifth level well, yeah seriously yeah I mean that uh, lightning bolt it seems a lot scarier than it is and you gotta think yeah. party makeup has a huge thing to do with it when you got a gunslinger that's doing 19 damage against touch AC for yeah. a huge magical creature yeah. like Ooh. you're gonna take it out pretty easily but if you've got like oh. you know a, a different party makeup it's a very difficult fight
2: this yeah. actually reminds me as the hydra falls Baron blows the 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 smoke off both those of barrels and he turns the group and says fellers we're gonna be fattening a lot of magical creatures here i think it's time to divvy up this potion of burning arrow
4: uh-huh. we have a
2: potion of burning arrow which is capable of enchanting five project or 50 projectiles 50. with an additional 1d6 worth of damage and i propose that we split it amongst our crossbow bolts arrows and bullets hmm so that we each get about... Where did
3: we get that? We've had it for a while. I can't remember. And how long does it last? Forever. It's just permanent? Well, it just yeah.
2: permanently changes... I mean, you expend it's the ammunition. It's expended when you shoot
3: the ammunition,
2: but... So right. we'd each get about 12. 12 to 13. Sweet. So if we fight a magical creature or something that, you know, has crazy DR, we can... Use our fire... Uh, use our fire stuff to sweet. get it.
1: Sweet. Awesome, man. Well,
2: so you guys,
1: you guys have your big... You guys have your big battle on the boat. Um... Galabras almost dies uh, and uh, a lot of bad shit almost went down. You kill an innocent man, although you don't know that. Uh, <laughs> you finally uh, get a chance to rest and you wake up feeling invigorated and stronger and more powerful and more magical in some cases as you level up to fifth level. You trudge through this swamp, this very eerie swamp uh, and the first thing you come across is the scourge of Ghostlight March, a giant... Five-headed hydra, and you handle it very easily, very uh, nonchalantly. Kill it in under three rounds, and the thing falls into the water and just starts fizzling out. And all around you, you just hear whispers in the in the uh, semi-darkness. You hear all these whispers and that combat seemed just a little too easy, and you can only wonder what else this ancient uh, marsh, where not even orcs will travel into, out of fear what lies beyond, has to hold. And you have a week to think about what you're gonna face next time.
3: Great. <laughs> Fuck you, Troy. you. Ah. I'm